Hey, welcome back to Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate your time. And since you're here, here's what we're going to talk about today. There's 12 ways you can force yourself to be happy, right? We're taking this happiness by force. Also, what we're going to touch on today is there's some heroic pigs in the Netherlands. Maybe you've heard about, maybe you hadn't. There's some weird activity going on in social media in Germany, like you might expect. And then we've got an aquarium dad joke. Aquarium, that's how that word's pronounced. It's going to change all of our lives. So you, you might or might not want to tune in for that one. So let me ask you this first. So if you had to guess, how much control do you think you have over your own happiness? Zero, 100, somewhere in between probably. So there's somebody that studies this stuff. If you think about something, hey, just go ahead and think about something. Somebody studies that, whatever you just thought of. There's someone that studies it. And we're going to talk about today. It's a University of California Riverside psychology professor, Dr. Sonia Leobomorski. Say that times fast. So she says you can control 40% of your happiness. That's actually a lot, right? Most of us think it's our circumstances or something going on or whatever's on TV maybe, but you have control over 40%. I don't do math very well, but that's almost half, I think. So in her book, The How of Happiness, she goes over 12 happiness enhancing strategies that can help you force yourself to be happy because that's what we like to do, take it back by force. So we're gonna get into these things there. So let's start off number one, counting your blessings. I've talked about it. I've had guests come on here and talk about it, but gratitude is so, so powerful, not only for your health, for your mental health, your physical health, but also for making yourself actually happy. That's number one, count your blessings. Number two, cultivating optimism. She says, keeping a journal in which you imagine or write about the best possible future for yourself, or you practice looking at the positive side of things. You're in the right place for that, by the way. So. Number three, avoiding overthinking and social comparison. Oh man, yeah, it was Teddy Roosevelt said, uh, comparison is a thief of joy. That's it, right? So there's a, back in the day, there was a Malcolm Gladwell book that talked about all these kids that went to Brown University. And these kids were the smartest of the smart. The, think about the kid in your class who got the best grades on the, the STEM stuff, the science, math, all that. Picture that person. And then they go off to the Ivy League. You're like, oh man, this guy's going to the top. Those kids, the smartest of the smart, had a higher dropout rate than kids at other schools that weren't the smart of the smart. So what happened? They got to these Ivy League schools, these Browns, these Harvards, these Yales, these type of stuff. And then the super geniuses were there. And like, well, I can't compete with this. I must be dumb. So they dropped out. And these are the smartest kids in school. By the way, none of y'all pictured me, did you? I won't take offense, but think about that. Don't compare yourself to someone else and don't, don't overthink things. That's number three, avoid overthinking and social comparison, any kind of comparison I would put on there. So number four, practice acts of kindness. Man, whenever I get stuck in my business or I just don't feel good or anything like that, if I go out and help somebody else, it helps me so much more than I help that person. And that will do too. You could do it for a stranger, someone you know, whatever it is, do an act of kindness and I guarantee some happiness will be forced upon yourself. Number five, nurturing relationships. That's a tough one for a lot of us, right? We got all, I mean, on social media, we're killing it, right? Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, if you're my son, whatever these deals are, you're, you're interacting. That's, that's not it. That's not really nurturing a relationship. Sitting down and talking with somebody, having, you know, at the dinner table, not without the TV on, those type of things. Nurturing those relationships, true, deep relationship, that's where happiness comes from, right? And none of us, me included, 
aren't doing that. We need to get on that. So number six, doing more activities that truly engage you. If you think about your day as you go through it, how many things are you truly engaged in? I know there's stuff you have to do, you know, the work stuff and all that, just kind of getting through your day. But what, what gets you fired up when you're doing it? like when you're working on something or maybe you're playing video games or a sport or working out or doing something, we kind of lose track of time. Find more ways to get more of those activities in your life and you're going to be happier. All right. Number seven, replaying and savoring life's joys. How do you how often do you go and reflect about all the good things that happen in your life? You know, most of us, we think about the bad things that happened today, yesterday, this week, or in our lives, and we forget about all the many, many blessings that we go through every day. There's so many of them out there. Hey, whatever grows is what you're kind of looking at, right? And you will find what you're looking for. If you're looking for more blessings, there they are. If you're looking for more crappy stuff, you will find that too. Which one do you choose? I'll leave that to you. Number eight, committing to your goals. She says, picking one, two, or three significant goals, <clears throat> excuse me, that are meaningful to you and devoting time and effort pursuing them. Hey, there's nothing like going after a goal that you really, really want, right? That's what gets us fired. That kind of gets back to that other one that you're really fired up about doing something. But do you have any goals this year? What is your goal? And then if you're truly committed to it, when you're truly committed and you're fired up and you have that powerful why, I've talked about that in past episodes, man, Life is different for sure. And we are, we are goal achieving people, right? So when you are on that path, you feel so much better. Number nine, developing strategies for coping. Oh man, do we have those? Do you have those? I got some. Most, most things evolve for me, just exercise. That's just how I am. Inner meathead has always been like that. But she says practicing, practicing ways to endure or surmount a recent stress, hardship, or trauma is so important. Because here's what it is. Bad things are going to happen all throughout your life. That's just a sad fact. How do you handle them? They're going to come up. We got to have ways to cope with healthy ways, not drinking. Maybe that's every now and then. If you're going out with friends, not just sitting on the couch with a bottle of Jack Daniels. All right. The other day, I got to talking about some people. You remember Goldschlager? That's still around? Anyway, that's not what we want. So you want to think about ways, strategies for coping to get through the tough times because they're coming. So how do you get through them? It's going to determine a lot of your happiness. And that kind of feeds into the next one. Sometimes these are related. Learning to forgive. You know, if it's a journal or writing letters, even if you burn that letter, you know, Abraham Lincoln used to write these letters to his enemies or people that were making him mad, and then he would just burn them. He'd feel so much better when he would do that. So think about ways, who do you need to forgive? So right now, just take a second, think about this. Who is someone right now for your past or what's going on? Who do you need to forgive? Because half the time, these people don't even know we're all upset about them. Sometimes I do, but sometimes you're over there stewing and, you know, it's just killing you inside. You got to start forgiving and moving on, especially if it's affecting your health and your relationships, that type of stuff. Forgive. It's tough. I know it's not. I know it's not easy, but it's something we need to do. All right. Number 11, practicing religion and spirituality. You know, it doesn't tell you which religion or how to be spiritual or something like that. Kind of connecting to that higher power. So she has becoming more involved in your church, temple or mosque or reading and pondering spiritually themed books actually makes you more happy. Something to think about. Number 12, Save the best for last, in my opinion, taking care of your body. That one is so important. When you're in pain or you're tired or you're sick and all these things, you don't feel good, you're not going to be happy. We are meant to move. We're meant to get out and feel better. Whether we exercise and you're eating right, all that stuff, you're going to be so much happier. You know, commit to those things. Maybe that's one of the goals you need to commit to. But taking care of your body, I guarantee you're going to be so much happier. All right. And, and like any list. You, there was 12 things. You could rewind them if you forgot them, need to go back. 
don't try to do them all at once. That's not how these work. Pick out one thing that seems like the most important and the one that you could implement the easiest and start there. And then if you want to add some more, keep going on there and you could be the world's happiest person because you forced yourself to be happy. That sounds kind of weird, but these are ways you can kind of get those there. She calls them happiness enhancing strategies. That sounds a little more likely, right? But you don't have to be sad and and upset all the time. These ways you can help at least 40% you got control over. Let's take back the control. All right. And let's get into the good news of the week. So I kind of mentioned them earlier. There's two stories I'm going to bring you today from the Reader's Digest Canada version. I didn't know they had one, but they do. And there's some good news in there. Uh, If you saw the latest Top Gun movie, you know how dangerous a bird strike can be, right? It almost cost them their lives. My gosh. So anyway, there's an airport near Amsterdam that brought in pigs to graze on plant life that appeals to geese. And also it intimidates other birds. It keeps them out of the area. It's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> These pigs and they're just eating and intimidating. That's awesome. Now, this was a six-week pilot program, no pun intended, I guess, with airports, but and no bird strikes occurred on their watch. How about that? Now, shout out to the pigs. First bacon, now this. Man, these guys are heroes and girls. I don't know. I don't know much about pigs, but they're heroes. But that's pretty cool. Those bird strikes, we can keep them out of there. Keep it up, pigs. Good job. All right. Well, it's a matter of time. The dadgum dogs are on Tinder now. At least in Germany, they are. So in, in Germany, they had a bunch of people, like most places, that during the lockdowns and all that, people ran out and adopted pets. And then they went back to work, and they bailed on their pets. Shame on you, by the way. But here's what happened. So there's a local shelter got together and with a local marketing agency, and they came up with Tinder profiles for their adoptable pets. Pretty cool, right? So, and it was this is the Munich Animal Welfare Association. And so they came up with one. Here's one for Captain Kirk, for example. A two year old black and white cat enjoys cuddles, but not small children. How about that? So, if that's what you're into, then you swipe right. And the shelter has been purporting they've got tons of swipe rights, great feedback, really interesting idea. I love it. Get on there, find you a dog. By the way, these are for adopting. For you freaks out there, you're not dating these animals, okay? And they've got things in place for these animals don't get abused, by the way. Just putting that out there. But anyway, swipe right, get your dog, get your cat. I don't have that fish, whatever, birds, something on there. Good job, Germany in Munich over there. And all right, let's, let's wrap this thing up real quick with the dad joke of the week. So what do you get when you mix human DNA and whale DNA? I'll tell you what, you get kicked out of the aquarium is what happens. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, please spread this episode. Share this episode with somebody. Spread the positivity. Get the world going out there. Hey, maybe you need to enhance some strategies for your happiness. Maybe you want to hear about some cool pigs or adoptable tender dogs. Whatever it is, share this with somebody, and you keep out there. Keep being awesome. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. 
Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.